You have just entered the Katie Ma podcast. Keyboard plus mouse or die. Hey guys, what is going on? And welcome to episode eight zero, number eighty. Uh, of the KB Mod podcast, you know, it's been a while since I've made a super big deal about how many numbers we're up to, but it's starting to get a little bit out of hand. I said like a retard there. How many numbers we're up to? Eighty. Eighty numbers. That's not even two hands worth. We're now, you can't we're now do an it. octogenarian. Eighty is a big number. Yeah, eighty is a big number though. That's fuck eighty Next episodes. Week, I think that's Next the age where we'll you be get up no to the amount of blunts that Snoop it Lion is. smokes per day. Eighty. <laughs> <laughs> what he said yeah. on his Reddit AMA, he said he smokes 81 blunts a day. 81, yeah. I still, I think that was a troll, I don't know. I just can't. He seems pretty <laughs> set on the number 81 blunts. You can't. That's true. It was very just specific. In the, well, maybe if he's smoking them while he's asleep, too. I mean, I don't know. If I think it's just entire existence is, I mean, he always just has one in his hand, but... If you smoke, maybe it's not like a catheter, but it's oh, it's like you must take a hit and then throw it away. That's the only explanation. I feel like he's passing. This is just hits of the blunt. Right. This isn't Uh, blunts. Full blunts. You're right. If you did 81 blunts a day, he wouldn't be standing by noon. Like he's pretty. Even Snoop Lion. Yeah. Even a man of his weed stature would not be. (laughs) He's pretty talented. Special announcement: Podcast 81. Snoop Dogg. Snoop Lion coming (laughs) as a guest. Snoop Lion. It it is a good point uh, to point out. Someone pointed out that we get a bigger number every week, which is a pattern that I've been noticing. Uh, <laughs> is impressive. So that's a good observation. It is getting bigger every week. So yeah, eighty weeks, guys. Though eighty weeks. Not a lot of people don't do any like eighty weeks. It hasn't been totally in a row because there are holidays and stuff. But we've been pretty. I mean, what's the most we've ever missed at any given time? Like two weeks, maybe for holidays. Yeah, like just two weeks for yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's pretty. Stuff. It's pretty fucking good, and you guys have been singing with us, so that's that's appreciated. Well, let's get into like what we've been playing up with our viewers. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Or they've been growing up with us, which is the scary part. They probably shouldn't be watching it. <laughs> I wonder if we've like <laughs> our podcast has gone through gone through puberty with anyone. Like, what are we gonna do if we're like if we're still doing? We will be. Well, we will be in like six years, seven years. We'll be like when we have the KB Mod tenth anniversary. I'm probably just gonna kill myself because I mean, it'll be great, <laughs> but. <laughs> I'm going to be like, I am never going to be an adult, which I'm fine with, but I just like that we get to, oh, God. By that time, Activision will have bought us or something. Someone, yeah, yeah and then to... we'll be sponsored by the Call of Duty 20. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Welcome to the Kevin Podcast, sponsored by Call of Duty 9, uh, Modern Warfare. Um, yeah, I'm down with that. It's, uh, it's back to, it's the reboot of COD 4. <laughs> just the reboot. Double HD Modern Warfare 3 re-release. Yeah. Welcome back. <laughs> On the new like console that doesn't have a controller, you stall motion. God, it's gonna be great. Play COD Four all over again. Exception <laughs> here. the roots. Yeah. With microtransactions. Uh, so what have we been doing this week? Let's start with Brandon as far as gaming and just general. Uh... <laughs> Brandon's had a big week. <laughs> Brandon gaming. Yeah. It's, yeah. I look yeah, and see your apartment's already pretty my, much out. My temporary period of unemployment. <laughs> I have actually done almost no gaming. Man. I, uh, <laughs> I actually I played a little bit of Binding of Isaac because I finally wanted to get into that, and then yeah. I, I hated it. I mean, I love it, like I love it, but I hate it. Um, yeah, that's it's so hard. And so I I just got into that a little bit, and then like threw my keyboard across the room. Um, <laughs> and then I I this was technically last week, but since I was flying and wasn't here, um, I started playing The Walking Dead, and I got through the first two episodes of that. Feels so, so many feels. 
Yeah, I, I tweeted. Gonna... I tweeted last week uh, that like there's never. I feel like there's never a right decision. Like I'm constantly second guessing everything See, that I've done, and I just hate. Like I hate that people hate me in that game. Everything so episode one, me. yeah, episode one, like, like just kind of sets it up, you know. And then episode two, shit just goes completely fucked. Yeah. Does it not? No, I felt, I felt like... great. In episode one, I was like, all right, you know, this like maybe one or two people hate me, but for the most part, I'm pretty good. Second second episode is just like, I just, I can't win. Every, everything <laughs> is going to hell. So I've, I love it, but again, it's like, I, I hate that I can't ever really make a right decision in that game because something's yep. always going wrong. Mm-hmm. This is why I love when people in chat are like, fuck Kenny. Ultimate <laughs> shitlord. Just cause Kenny a wow. shitlord. Kenny getting no love on the KBMR podcast. <laughs> I'm telling you, you got, uh, it's like you got to pick your sides. <laughs> so let me ask you a question, and this will be half spoiler, half not, because I hope Brandon will answer it in a non-spoilery way. Of course. Um, what did you do with Larry? Did you... Did you pay the ultimate price, or did you? Well, see, that's so. That's the thing is, I'm I'm playing it on my on my iPad because I can do that when I when I don't have an internet connection. So like I was playing on the plane, I you know play on the couch, whatever. It's the same same game that's on Steam, and uh, and so I, I I my I think like the game had crashed or something, or I had left it and I lost my save where I had just gotten past a significant part with Larry. And I hated my decision, so I did the other one, and the same thing still happened. Mm. So I don't like, I just, that's kind of what I mean. Like, there was not a right choice in that situation, and I felt horrible both times. Like, I played (laughs) both, I played both forks of that road, and I didn't like either one of them. Yeah, I mean, everyone who watched the stream was pretty. We were all pretty much just cheering loudly when I chose to just. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's definitely a more gratifying choice, but then when I realized that uh, that kind of either way, you you has very big ramifications. So, yeah, it's it's nice. been it's been good so far. That's I I actually I wish I could. Like I want to keep playing it. I wish I had more time right now to keep playing it and mm-hmm. play through because I, like, I don't want to forget all the stuff that's happened. It it seems like something that for me, even though the episodes like you you can play them separately, I kind of want to just roll through them and kind of get the whole story all at once because it doesn't really take that long. It would maybe be no, like eight or ten four, hours. Three and four are the longest ones. Yeah, and they're if you play it. Not I played it on stream, so it was longer. But how many played hours off stream all the way? Like, that's about nine hours nine. if you play it the whole way. Yeah. But the last, the last episode's super or if short. You, or if you agonize over every single choice you make, it's like fifteen hours. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's one my uh, to playlist. I, I still have to buy it, but I'm kind of waiting for the. Uh, wait till wait till Steam sale as well. Wait till yeah. Steam sale when it's twelve fifty and not twenty five bucks. Like I actually feel that it is worth twenty five dollars. But yeah. that's um, why I actually started playing it on the iPad because the first episode is free. And I really liked it, uh, and I was like, "Whatever." And it was only fifteen bucks for the rest of them, so I don't feel yeah, bad. I don't feel bad for playing on the iPad instead of my PC. Yeah, well, get wrecked. Yeah, <laughs> get wrecked. <laughs> but uh, I'm never so fucking Brandon. tough. I play on my iPad. <laughs> get wrecked. Fuck you. Look at this state-of-the-art tablet, oh, man. bitch. Jeez. What about uh, what about you? Off. I'm heading off chat comp. Well, I feel like Brandon did some other significant things. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. I also, okay. also just I just continue to play real life pretty professionally. <laughs> yeah. So very, you're that. very proficient at that. You're playing on the hardest difficulty as well, which is impressive. 
So. Yeah, yeah. I keep ratcheting up the difficulty, and we'll kind of see how that pans out <laughs> over time. I heard you prestige yeah. on Relationship Simulator 2019. <laughs> did. Yeah. <laughs> I went ahead and prestiged. And, uh, oh man. So. For those who don't know, Brandon's getting married. Yeah, yeah I, Brandon I, got, I got engaged. So does Hillary like... get diamond camo? Or oh, it's on her. It's on her fingers. She got diamond. diamond. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> Oh shit! Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. Well, congrats on that. That's awesome. Everyone, say congrats in the chat, please, right now to Brandon. If you didn't yeah, know that, uh, she's got a she's got a really, really, really nice PC on her finger right now. <laughs> you you tweeted the picture of it. And I was like, I was confused. I'm like, what form factor is this? I don't understand. Like, how could you fit the graphics? See, my wife got my grandma's PC, congrats, so Brandon. it's like just... it's like three tons and kind of unwieldy. Just yeah. Yeah. Man. So I'm moving, moving like next weekend. So lots. Actually, of yeah, you're definitely not playing on the hardest difficulty yet because you ha- you're not married yet, but you are ratcheting it up. Dan, Dan, if anyone, Dan's definitely he's got the kids. So Dan's. I'm on hardcore true. inferno Hard right on, now. Dan's on like his fourth prestige. Is Dan in master <laughs> yeah. league or? <laughs> I wouldn't say I'm professional, Nick. <laughs> Hasn't okay. dealt yet with. I mean, you you got you're, the, the... you're still pl- you're doing your you're like. Lower level league play games. I'm just like Calo. I'm the Calo. <laughs> <laughs> like anyone can join it. It ends up to, getting uh, tough by the end. Zoe, know? Zoe dating or your son rebelling against you uh, as a teenage. Yeah. There's a lot of things. College tuition. There's a lot of stuff coming up. I did get the dog DLC recently. <laughs> it's very. It's pretty challenging, but overall. Super cute though. Super cute deal. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It's mostly cosmetic. Cosmetic. Mostly cosmetic. Oh, this this goes wow. That was all right, Nick. <laughs> what have you been up to? Uh, Dota two, Dead Space three, Special Forces Team X, and I finished Crisis two single player. And that's about it. How I wanted uh... to get ready for Crisis three, and oh, I still yes. have no idea what's going on. I was like, oh, <laughs> shoot the aliens. Oh, the story gets kind of lost and convoluted in Crisis 2. It's a nano suit. So I'm like, look at all these cool set pieces. What the fuck are you saying about this story? I don't understand what you're, what this means. <laughs> like, I don't know. You're throwing out science terms that are fake. I don't know what you're saying. Something about a nano suit. A black yeah. guy before me, his name was Prophet. And then he's like kind of alive. He's kind of dead. I was like, what the hell's going on? So that happened. <laughs> That's that's cool. How far are you in Dead Space Three? Yes, I am almost done. I probably have about an hour or two left. So thank, uh, thank, I just, did it get your... better or worse? Or oh, it's the, it's kind of the same. It's because uh, yeah. I've heard like what I heard was that I think I said this last week, but like the first six to like six to eight hours, like basically the first half of the game is really good. Like that's what I heard. First, like and then it kind of, I'd say, kind of drops off. After that, yeah. it, there uh, there's some people very passionate about the criticism. Uh, a couple of people at work that were like, "No, the begin like there's whole portions of the game that feel very much like Dead Space one and two, like in the ship, claustrophobic." Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it, that's, that's the beginning section. Yeah, yeah, much like that. That it feels kind of like Dead Space one. It's not as scary. Yeah, probably because I'm just worn down on necromorph scare tactics because I <laughs> played like. 
30 hours of that. You're like Tracy Morgan. You're hosting that shit, dude. Scare tactics. Doesn't scare me. <laughs> God damn it. I don't even want to be reminded that it is it. I love, dude, fuck you. Scare tactics. Okay, is wait. There's, there's, there's one on YouTube that I watched, and it's actually pretty good. It's where, like, it's the babysitter. Is that the one I'm thinking of? It's the babysitter. Yeah, there's, yeah, there's tons of them on YouTube. If you I like that. I like that one. Go to the Scare Tactics YouTube channel. <laughs> they have uploaded like every, not every scare, I don't like everyone they've ever done, but like all the best ones. It's, you will spend hours. You can't stop watching them once you start. It's like popcorn. Pop it in no. your mouth. Extra salt <laughs> butter. Tracy Morgan on that bitch. Anyway. Um, <laughs> Tracy Morgan. Tracy Morgan. What? what? <laughs> I don't know who I said. That's how he talks. I talk like this. I part my car. Tracy Morgan. Yeah. He's my. He's trying my to get brother. a coffee. Get a coffee. Yeah, the second <laughs> syllable becomes like. <laughs> He's just shouting. Tracy Morgan just shouts when he hosts everything. He's just yelling at yeah. you. Yeah. Um. Anyway, and interestingly enough, that show apparently they filmed it all in Canada because everyone's fucking Canadian on the show and they all have really fucking annoying accents. So there's that. But just fuck Canada. Yeah. Just in general, insane. dude. What does Canada got, dude? They have a high crime rate. They have awful health care. Just fuck Canada. <laughs> I don't know anything about Canada. They have the CFL, which is probably the best <laughs> tennis league in the world. <laughs> Apparently, like, 90% of Canada's population lives within, like, 30 miles of the border or something. Yeah, it's <laughs> like, an absurd statistic. Amount. Would you want to live near the Arctic Circle? Yeah, then? they all pose. They're like, oh, we got to snuggle up with America. Yeah, get get out of here. <laughs> what a, you're bad. Jesus. We got to spoon America real close. <laughs> Nope. Wow. This is uh, John. What have you been up to this week? Uh, TF2. We clinched our playoff spot. Nice. Oh, nice. Um, was it close or was it like? Did you no. Guys... no. Yeah, we won like five one. Uh, we played two good teams this week and beat them both pretty badly. Um, nice. So we're nine and one since I joined the team. The one game we lost was bullshit. ESEA client is terrible. And I actually reactivated <laughs> my WoW account for boredom play with some of my tf2 guys and i'm tanking as a druid dan so it's a good time oh nice i've only played about an hour since i've reactivated my account so i'm (laughs) actually not playing it i saw like a a suspicious charge on the account and i was like really really are you really doing (laughs) this doing this (laughs) and i've played about an hour so far since i've reactivated it's been well worth the 60 dollars i spent to server infection transfer and 15 dollars a month to pay for the the account it's been good uh, question, question from chat where can we watch esea games i don't know that they stream twitch.tv slash esea or twitch.tv slash team fortress tv well there you go esea esea's main channel has the match of the week every thursday and team fortress tv is usually live like four days a week but competitive tf2 is nuts if you haven't seen it, it is not the same style if you're looking for like pro mod or <clears throat> counter-strike type pro stuff it's not the same style at all but it's still just as impressive especially because anyone can play tf2 and when you see those guys play tf2 <laughs> it's like i this is why i play medic and heal john because <laughs> I, <play. laughs> I can't do anything else we've actually we actually started uh using like pocket scouts like when we uber in the last stand we uber in our scouts <laughs> instead of the soldier or the or the or the demo it's it's kind of interesting Wow. It works. <laughs> just want to hear a commentator say John's fat <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I don't know. My name, my, I, I play as Nigel Peppercock because Scott gave me the best name ever. Oh, yeah. Forgot about Which that. Which is a real band we found out. Yeah. We're the Peppercock family, Scott. We have like Nigel, Reginald, <laughs> Reginald. Jar- Jarvin, <laughs> Jarvin Peppercock. 
Jarvin Pepper. Yeah, dude, we're a very, uh, we're a rich family. Very rich. Peppercocks, yeah. The Peppercocks looking to penetrate the enemy stronghold. (laughs) (laughs) Using their namesake to their advantage. Um, All right, uh, I guess I'll go real quick and then you can go down if we're going by order. Why aren't you in the, uh, you're off over to the side here. Is this just, this the new? I am. I am because, uh, Skype is awesome uh, okay. um, yeah. and won't let me more. use a webcam in two places. So yep. <laughs> I have sense. to choose one. Um, Skype forces but you to choose. It's okay since I'm like quote unquote hosting things. So That's it's like, true. it's all right. All right, cool. Uh, what have I, uh, so I've been playing, um, I got back into BLR this week uh, pretty hard. I played a lot of BLR. God, that game is big, so fucking good. Big update good. coming. Did it yes. come already? No, it's not no, out already. No, not yet. Soon okay. though. Um, two maps. Yeah, yeah, maps. I mean, I would pretty much. I don't care what anyone says. I would play Hilo. I pretty much find find Hilo deck twenty four seven servers and just fucking God. I, I love the pace of it. Uh, the tactical SMG bros. If you haven't, I'm I'm like super late on that. Chaz, Chaz was saying that's ridiculous. Yeah, it's so good. Um, been playing a lot of that. Uh, what else? Playing League, obviously. Also, um, still still playing Sniper Elite, and they also announced you and sark like beyond videos are like into that game Dude, so it's into it kind of strange to me Dude, like, it's not a bad game, have you tried the but... co-op have you played the co-op no nick and i have been supposed to for a while we've been, both... we've been planning yeah. this for like four months we'll just do the zombie when it comes <laughs> out <laughs> Shit. Oh. zombie looks awesome yeah, yeah four player co-op yeah, scott it's gonna be up you know, to do um but no try the try the co-op in sniper elite to me like the single player it's whatever like i mean they're cool set pieces they set you up in, so it's not like it's not very deep though. But the the co-op is one of the, I think it's one of the best co-op experiences in the last I'm gonna say ten years, which is quite a fucking statement. Really? But it's so fun, yeah. The way the stuff they set you up with, and you have to work with your teammate, and I don't know, it's it's really fun. Um, what else besides that? Uh, still played a little bit, but playing the Crisis Three beta still, I'm still enjoying that, and I think that's about it for me. What about about you, Dan? What you doing? Uh. Well, this week Isaac. I've been I, what Isaac? <laughs> yes, I did play Isaac this week. Fucking um, I did beat Isaac again, which is actually really fucking hard. Um, I beat Isaac on stream this morning. This three times now or four times? That's yeah. that's three Isaac kills. But I beat him with Doctor Fetus today. Um, for those that don't know about Team Meat, the guys who well Edmund made Binding of Isaac. They also made Super Meat Boy. Um, if you haven't played Super Meat Boy, the villain is Dr. Fetus, and it's also a power-up in, uh, in Isaac, and it can be, <laughs> it can be argued whether the, the item is actually a power-up or not. It turns your tears into bombs instead, and you can only have one out at a time. Wow. Mike's so, like, like benefit from that, but yeah. So it's like, so I just did, I did beat the game with Dr. <laughs> Fetus, but it was the first time I'd ever really used it, and, um... It's, I don't know, it's weird. It's just weird having one bullet. And then it, it's stationary when it lands. So it's like, I don't know, you have to really think about <laughs> where you're shooting and whether you want to do it or not. But um, I beat the game in that. And uh, so I'm three more kills from, like, getting the Polaroid, which is a really, really good item. And three more kills essentially beats the game, quote unquote. <laughs> hmm. um, I haven't done all the challenges at all. Um, I will give Nikon Punch credit. That guy has done every challenge, which are very difficult in that game. It just sets you up with a certain like amount of items or no items, or um, you can't see the map for the level ever. 
um, Jesus. different things like that. But Nikon has beat all the challenges. He's very close to Platinum God, which is uh, the like ultimate kind of you've beat everything in the game. <laughs> I'm pretty far from that. But um, <clears throat> yeah, so I did that this week. I also played one of the most rage-inducing games of all time. East Origins, it's YS Origins. You may have seen it on on Steam sales. Hmm. It's a Japanese RPG, but it's like the combat is like uh, kind of like isometric, kind of like Diablo, but not not really. And it's hard to explain. Um, it's more of a side side kind of view, side and up. But uh, there's no health power ups. There's no potions. There's no nothing. Um, and the bosses are all like 75 phase bosses that you have to like, and if you die, you just start over <laughs> at the boss. Wow. So I got to the second boss in about two hours and did seven or eight times and seriously was just about to just rip my controller out of the key, out of the PC and just. <laughs> so it was, was it hard <laughs> like because of game, like it's intentional like that or was it game mechanics? failing it's or what? it's just that the bosses have phases and you have to learn each phase right. and it's not like isaac where bosses sometimes have phases and it's maybe two you know it's like two mechanics it's like oh i avoid these things um there it's like seven phases and it's they can and all there's no it. yeah and there's no health power up during the fight you just deal with what you have so there's no healing up there's no you know none of that and uh i did it seven or eight times and it was like midnight and i was just like i'm either a too tired of this or just fucking done like <laughs> i'm just like i'm not gonna do this anymore <laughs> i was just frustrated and um but the east games are really good if you like that style of game um and you can play it on easy or very easy which i'm not doing right now uh, i should have started on those but i don't want to play replay the first two hours now so i'm just gonna kind of do it and try to get through it but uh the new ones just got ported over to Steam, East 1 and 2. Um, they're games from, like, 2000 or something. They were on, like, PS2, but only in Japan. But uh, they're very fun. It's just... it's I just... The first boss took me seven attempts to learn. The first mm, boss. Yeah. In the game? <laughs> yeah. Jesus. What the fuck? So, once I learned it, then I was, like, able to beat him pretty easily. But you gotta have lots of patience... Um, and the first boss was fun to do that. The second boss, I was just like, fuck this game. I'm out. <laughs> Alt F4, done. <clears throat> but uh played a lot of that. I played some COD 4 this week, a good amount of Ooh, COD now 4. You're, there you go. There's the Daniel I recall. <laughs> just went back into COD 4 because there were some nights where I was just like in the mindset where I don't want a game right now. But then I was like, eh. I'll just go shit on some people in COD, <laughs> in COD 4. There's still so many live servers on that game. It's crazy. Um, Pro Mod's kind of dead, but if you just want to poop on people in vanilla and have some fun and fuck around, there isn't a better shooter, in my opinion, <laughs> to just yeah. go in, have some fun, and then close it. Like I'd, I'd, I'd disagree and say the TF2 is less frustrating, but COD is more fun in a pub environment. Yeah, COD, yeah. COD, you can still get very frustrated, and not That's necessarily true. because you're losing, but because you mm -hmm. can't fucking call on your helicopter. And that is the most yes. frustrating <laughs> shit. Ever. That's true. So fucking was, annoying. There was a game I was like thirty-three and two or something, and I I had gone through what would have been like two helicopters or three helicopters. Never was able to call it no, in. Yeah, yeah. I finished like fifty and six in the game, and just never. Yeah, you would have. You would have been one hundred and seven <laughs> if you could. Yeah, call it. <laughs> if I'd gotten a heli out. 
Yeah. Um, but but it's uh, I, I don't know. I can just go back to that game whenever I'm just like, eh, I don't feel like gaming. About oh, there. I I've been playing a little bit of PoE. <clears throat> oh yes, god damn, you jogged my memory there. Played probably 50, I played a lot of that this week and just completely slipped my mind. Um, Joe and I did a four-hour stream of it on the KB Mod channel. Um, we beat all of Act Two on, in Path of Exile on Tuesday. Uh, did not want to stop streaming, but essentially had to go to bed. <laughs> it's just like I need to go to bed so I can be alive for work. <laughs> but otherwise, we will keep going. <laughs> We will keep going. Uh, I did get to Act 3, which is brand new in the open beta. So, oh, come on, Bob. Lavinus Bob shitting on us for being in softcore. <laughs> we had you characters. Learn the game yeah. in softcore first. We had characters in softcore that were the same level, so we had to. All of Joe's hardcore characters are, like, level 40, so they're all way ahead of me. But uh game is really fucking good, and it's free, so go get it. It's really good. Um <clears throat> Nice. So, right. if you if you were into D three and that dropped off, or if you were into Diablo two more, just go get Path of Exile. It'll be it'll be what you it's need. Deeper than Diablo was. Yeah, yeah. It's just as gritty and dark, and like the graphics though in this open beta edition have just been just so. We talked about better. it last week a little bit, but they've just overhauled yeah. like textures and everything. Because I remember it looking like like my dick. But, uh, it looked kind of shitty. In wow. Just flat out. That's what yeah. I think of my dick, by the way. If you Your didn't, dick has instances <laughs> and like yeah. people run, yeah, it's pretty, small it's pretty people running around on it. Scott's dick is an MMO in town, but it's just a party I'm thing. I'm assuming that's probably. why it's not all the rage with the women, because it's a fucking, you know, it's 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 a complicated dick. It's not a COD 4 kind of dick where you can just jump on it right away. It's got more complexities to it. So It is just yeah. way too fucking deep, though, that game. That's a really like, good point, Flanlord says. It's about testing yeah. the character, not the player. That is very true. Like the mm. only way to succeed in Path of Exile is to build your character correctly, mm. and anybody can do it. That was really the same thing in Diablo 2, which is what I like. Like if you built a hammer paladin right in Diablo 2, you were essentially invincible for the rest of the game. But it was just a matter of doing it right and getting the right gear. And Path of Exile is the same way. Um, if if you make your character correctly, which you won't know until you've done it a few times, um, and you're like, oh shit, I'm way down this tree, and this is fucking terrible. <laughs> like, I do no damage at this point. Oh no. Um, that can happen. But you won't know because there's 1,300 passive skills in that tree. So, <laughs> there's a lot of ways to go. Um, but, yeah, it's it's really good. And it has me pretty much hooked again. If I had been actually at home the last couple nights that's all i would have done <laughs> this played uh, another so. highlight of my week i got to drink pliny the younger you dick mm. i did get to drink the yeah. pliny the younger and it was a life-changing experience for those of you don't know we talk about craft beer a decent amount on twitter and pliny the younger is the number one rated beer in the world by beer advocate and john got to go drink it it's 10 30 in the morning with a bunch of people from work I felt awful the rest of the day <laughs> sitting in the it's office. It's a heavy. So it's just like, good What's Lord. the percent of alcohol in it? Is it like 11? It's 10 or 11? Uh, okay, yeah. yeah. Well, that... It's a double IPA. Triple IPA. Triple IPA? Yes. The Elder is a double then. Yes, the Elder's double. Jeez. So, there you go. Nice. <laughs> I did forget to mention that I did get a very, uh, very awesome YouTube message from the lovely Francesca Sali. 
who uh, I'm going to post the link uh, of that in the chat right now, who let me know that the multiplayer beta invite is out for me for Orion Dino Horde. Yes, which is, okay, we have to talk which about Which is this. the Horde mode, so I'm going to real quick let everyone take a gander at that. So we got an email. We did get an email for this. Okay. Um, from the to the KB mod account, essentially saying if you own the old game, you get this game yeah. free. Yeah. They're touting it as a totally new game. It's just going to be broken and shitty. Again. It's just, it's just, look at the the press release is just the most Dude, hysterical. The fact yeah. that they're sending YouTube messages to random YouTubers as ways like, hey, it's in who's <laughs> Francesca? Your channel's last video was a fucking based god parody. Let's send you this. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right up alley. I, I don't. I just don't. Yeah, man, it's funny. I mean, it's clearly it's going to be the same same thing, same broken engine. It looks exactly the same. There were like screenshots. Looks oh god, same. dude in chat with a good point. What is Orion Dino Dino Horde? <laughs> is that what it says to me? Oh, typos shit. all over and shit. Oh my god. Oh but, god. Yeah, no, it's a good point. Is Orion Dino beat down not already Horde mode? Yes, yes, it is. It is already. I, horde I appreciate mode. Francesca so. reaching out, but I don't think I'm going to be playing it. So. That is my one regret with KB Mod so far. Being like, excited for that whole, game. Hey, being excited for that game and then influencing other people to buy every, that game. Every that's good. <laughs> Let's have a real quick talk because everyone that's ever covered video games, everyone makes mistakes. I mean, we don't make them often. That might be that was. I mean, on, on the surface, one the concept seemed awesome, right? The concept. Dinosaur. Yeah. No. How could you go wrong, dude? Yeah. Dinosaurs, space, jetpack, Halo, guns. jetpacks, guns. Right. <laughs> it sounds great. Um. But I think next time, you know, I think we'll probably be a little bit more careful. Um, I'm not. We also joined the initial game that we played with the dev with me with the Steam name Butthole Destroyer. <laughs> but, so, butt demolition. It was butt demolition. Oh, butt demolition. Yeah. <laughs> I remember. I remember that specifically because I was like, I was thinking, uh, and I brought it up. I'm like, this is a dev, and your name is Butt Demolition. Do you think we yeah. can change anything? <laughs> and nothing changed, and it just, yeah, that was that was it. Should have been our first clue. Yeah. Uh, well, you know what? So, yeah, I don't think we owe think anyone an apology. We were just excited and we were let down, and that's that's just that's what happens. And I think I think we steered you right with things like Blacklight. Oh yeah, you know, yeah. we've done you a service with games like that. And Path of Exile, I promise you, it's fucking good. Um, so yeah, <laughs> so I want to bring up one last thing before we're done with what we're playing because this did not need to be in news. Oh man, guys! So we're starting to do these launch streams since we've, you know, we've gotten subscribers, we've got a little extra skrill. We're gonna try to do <laughs> Tuesday launch streams. Skrill. I did say skrill. subscribers from from that. Yeah, just discuss. <laughs> are like, so Tuesday uh, instead of Path of Exile, which was an awesome stream, by the way. <clears> I, I did say this on Twitter. I think it's the best stream I've ever done. Was Tuesday. It was, it was awesome. Yeah, I disagree. Sweet. Wow, dude! Thanks so much. I um, uh, you're mad, tricked. Bruised. <laughs> oh my god. See you, nerd. But we were gonna get Aliens Colonial Marines because I was oh, like, this looks yeah, it yeah. at PAX because no. it did. The demo was fucking. That's sweet. because the demo is different from the actual version. I wa- so I didn't type a video up, about it. Right? It was great. I wake up Tuesday morning. I go to work. I haven't spent any money on it yet. <laughs> I start reading reviews. Oh yeah. I'm just like, dear God, it's... <laughs> what happened? What has happened to this game? And <laughs> fucking, it was a it got, it's got a 43 on Metacritic yeah. or something like that right now. Overall, like from reviewers, not from people, 
from reviewers. Um, the graphics look like they're from an original Xbox title, not an Xbox 360 title. Original Xbox. It is. Yeah, it's um, oh God, it's bad. It's also it's 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 funny because there's like so. I talked to Sark about it actually. We talked about it this week on on the radio show, but it was like. He he's such a fan of the alien universe and everything. So for him, it's many like, people. Are, yeah, and like so he gives it a lot more of a pass even than other people because it's like I just like running around in that environment. But it, I mean, it is it is super because I'm like, well, I'm not necessarily a diehard of that of that series necessarily or that world. So when I go and play it, it like you said, it looks like an Xbox game with everything maxed out pretty much. Uh, <laughs> even the computer on PC. screens were the funniest shit. So I was yeah. watching streams during the day when I could at work, like uh, like GameSpy had a stream, Destructoid had a stream, like you know all these big publications. And the whole time they were playing the game, yeah. they had a second dude with them being like, "Yeah, I reviewed this. Holy shit, it is so bad!" So and like bad, pointing yeah. out everything as they went on. What I didn't get right, so I left a stream on at work, not not like watching it all the time, but like I would tab back in. Two hours, I didn't see one alien. They were just fighting I other mean, that's humans. what the Aliens franchise is about. It's about fighting each other, right? They were fighting other humans the whole time. That at, the, at the beginning for a little bit, and then you start fighting another Marine. Yeah, it's... God, it's, it's like, so bad. It's, if you want to do an Alien game correctly, it uh, needs to have that dread that you feel in the movie Aliens yeah, of them going into this place, and you as the viewer know... But there's some fucking aliens yeah. in there. I feel bad for Gearbox because this is the second time. Like it's such a specific scenario that has to play out because they did they finished off Duke Nukem forever. Yeah. It's the same they kind of they took they took the very end the last the last sequence of that game and they finished it off and released it and everything and that game was awful and then they did this this one which was in the, development. There's for some six good. Uh, there's oh. like a Reddit AMA I think with <clears throat> one of the dudes who was on the dev team talking about how. There's just so much. I mean, it's not as simple. It's like one thing that went wrong. Six or seven years, though, of dev time. Yeah, but it changed studios and it jumped around. And then they farmed out like the single player went to a different studio. The multi it just became just a mess. And when they uh, I don't know all the details, but I did hear that like there were supposed to be all these boss battles that all like basically Gearbox took a look at the at what the studio that they had farmed out the single player to had done. And they were like, "This is a, this is a fucking nightmare. Like, we can't. This is awful." So they just tried to fix as much as they could, but it ended up just being like so that they could ship it by that date. But it, it was, yeah, there you go. It's just uh, they, they didn't have enough time. Basically, they were like, "It's just gonna have to go out." It's a nightmare, man. It's rough. So I mean, that's no excuse. That's just. But you're right. It's unfortunate. That's the second. That's the second big title, like that. Yeah, and it's it's like when they do Borderlands Gearbox. It's like fucking amazing. Yeah. But then when they do everything else, everything else, it's just shit. Um, but it's just like watching those streams. I was just like, how was someone at at their like studio playing through this game and being like, this is a good Aliens title? Yeah. <laughs> like developing this? Like it's just like there are no Xenomorphs. And then, I don't know if you guys have seen, someone played through the whole fucking game passively because the AI on all the the bad guys is so poor <laughs> that they won't react yeah. to you running past. So, so this guy ran through the whole game. He beat it in like an hour and a half. And the single player is only like four hours, by the way. Uh, are there any good alien titles? This is a yeah. question I was asked a lot this week. Yes. AV, the last AVP game was not it, horrible. It dude, was all right. The original was, AVP was a yeah. fantastic game. Yeah. That game. Yes, this, it was unfair to humans and imbalanced. It doesn't matter. It was fun. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. This game makes that game look like a fucking ten to ten masterpiece, man. And then that is a pretty good game. It's, yeah, it's it's funny. I'm glad you brought that my, up. Cause... My favorite video, I watched it earlier this week. I haven't played the game, but it, I watched a video, and it was footage from the demo they were showing up at, like, conventions and stuff. And then it was it's footage not, of yeah. the same the same sequences in the released game. And the demo has dynamic lighting, and the actual game has no <laughs> dynamic lighting. It's incredible. <laughs> like, it's just gone. Like, they took it out. It's, it's the best. Out. Well, it was like they showed alien parts. And as I was saying earlier in this, when you watch Aliens, which is this was supposed to be the game of Aliens, right. the second yeah, Alien the second, yep, second movie, movie, when they go into that base on V-264 or whatever the planet's name is, you get this whole feeling, because you know as a viewer, that somewhere right. in there, there are aliens. And so the whole point of it is these Marines, these well-armed, well-trained Marines, are going into this place, and then they're getting stalked by these aliens you don't really get that feeling when you're trying to figure out sentry gun puzzles God. and killing no. human marines for no fucking reason throughout the whole front of the game. And then when you sh- do find a xenomorph, you shoot him and he backs off so you can kill him. That is literally what they do when you shoot them, the aliens. All I... You shoot them, they back away so you can shoot them again. I said it last <laughs> week, but all I want for an aliens game is there to be like 10 aliens the entire game. That's all I They're want. I want it to be terrifying. really... Yeah, I want yeah. it to be yeah. really, really scary because that's what the movie is. Make it are. amnesia, but with aliens. Yeah. Totally. I want it to be scary. I don't want it to be like, oh, I put a clip into this alien and it's dead. Oh. Yep. So, and the whole, it was so funny because, like, as I was watching those streams that I was talking about, where it was just one dude just shitting on the game while the other guy played it, uh, I was like, part of me was like, at first I was like, we're not buying this at all. We're not buying this streaming. This is horrible. And then I was like, Maybe we should. Yeah, it's this. hilarious. That's, Sark and I played for like an hour, and we're like, we're gonna finish this whole game because it's. I was. It can be fun with a friend. It's short. It's I was so watching short. like big media outlets like GameSpot yeah. and Destructoid, and all they did the entire time was talk about how shitty it was. <laughs> That's is, what yeah. you know. Because they and if, if, if they're, they're pulling, saying it's bad. Yeah. So, there you go with aliens climbing marines, and that is why we didn't get it. I wasn't going to waste your money or your time <laughs> on that game. <laughs> like, I've never seen a game that just, not even Duke Nukem Forever was that just, because of that game, you were like, this had 10 years of like six different studios, and it was obviously there was turmoil. Six years, in six the making years of isn't it. that far off either for what you got. But this, point. but Aliens Colonial Marines, but the thing was, Duke Nukem didn't have a misleading demo. That's like, true. people played the game. With this game, I played this game at PAX, and it was pretty good. Yeah, how and often then, do you see a demo that's, like, tangibly better than the final product? Yeah. It doesn't happen I mean, very often. It's crazy yeah. how bad it is. Like, <laughs> PC Gamer gave it a 47, I think, just because it ran. They were like, this runs, <laughs> well, so we're going to give it a... <laughs> so, yeah. all right, guys. We're going to take a quick 90-second commercial break here because we went, we went kind of long. Holy there. It was a good shit, we did. It's 8 o'clock. And, uh, <laughs> we'll be back after that. <laughs> yeah, dude, it was like watching a train wreck. I couldn't stop watching those streams, though, that day. I was just like, this is amazing. The computer screens were the best graphics. If you want to get guys mad. going around is awesome. The, you get the alien that walks past. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's just walking up. like a little dinosaur. <laughs> that's, a, that's a sequence in the game. Like, I know. It's just, it's, it's, it, you can't even believe it. The, 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 video, 
that will make you mad is the it's a GameSpot interview with Randy Pitchford, and it's like a ten minute video of him throwing out every marketing word ever. He's like, look how great this fucking game is, guys. We have to be really, really careful with this franchise. It's really dear to a lot of people's hearts. So we're we're handling it with care. And then... Just... It is amazing how badly that franchise has failed in the gaming world. Yeah. It's just like, successfully, successfully unsuccessful. So... But, I don't know. I'm really glad I didn't get it. <laughs> the KB Mod Steam account would have been tainted. <laughs> this game oh my god but, that's so epic that fucking gif I, never, I hadn't seen that put that in the chat nick, for people if you nick already bought crisis 3 so he's gonna stream that for us but... <clears throat> i had fun with it i just i don't know but of course no one's playing down to beat down guy in the chat who plays down to beat down he just loaded it up and he's shocked anaconda shocked no one playing it. Nobody on this game. Oh, <laughs> Next game night, Dino Beatdown? We, we I don't know. Do you're tempting. We should do that. You're we'll, fucking tempting me. They'll Mr. wonder Knight. what's happening. They'll be like, whoa, our server load's gone up. What's what's this? <laughs> it's skyrocketing. Oh, man. Oh, man. They're feels so bad. blowing dust off Not the servers. <laughs> yeah. Like a cartridge. Yeah, like Nintendo cartridges. Nintendo. <laughs> Grabbing the can there real quick. <laughs> yep. We now interrupt your scheduled programming to bring you an urgent broadcast from the front lines of America. <laughs> All right. Man, we have a lot of news right, to get guys. through, too. Holy shit. Yes. Well, it's not a lot not of news. A lot, it's a lot of articles deep on news. specific. Yeah. So um, this one came out of left field, but we're going to start the news with tonight. <clears throat> At least to me. I mean, maybe some insider had fucking info or something. But Valve laid off basically... Their entire hardware slash Android slash Steambox R&D team as far as hardware for the Steambox and controllers. Because um, we know from uh, the uh, the interviews with The Verge a couple weeks ago at uh, CES, or not a couple weeks ago, I guess a month and a half ago now at CES, but uh, that they were looking into different controller layouts because they didn't like anything that's out there due to latency. Well, I guess they didn't like what anyone at Valve was doing either, because <laughs> yeah, they not a fan. They pieced them all out. Um, it's about twenty-five people, that's correct, uh, that got laid off, and uh, there was so much—not even backlash, but more shock. It wasn't even backlash. Yeah, yeah it was shock. I'm gonna play. I'm gonna play. Supreme. It's gonna sound super insensitive, but I'm gonna play okay. devil's advocate here and say that this is a good thing. Not that people lost their jobs or anything like that, because that always sucks. But Valve has this, like, mystic, uh, which is cool. Like, Valve has this kind of, uh, like, the untouchable, the company without really, you don't really have a boss. You just shuffle around projects. There's no real hierarchy in the company, obviously. And obviously and that's true. the firing true. is done by committee as well, right. for those that don't know. Exactly. But it is good to see, not good to see, but it just I think it's a kind of reality check that, like, yeah, Valve is amazing still, but they're just a company like every other company, and, and you have to make hard decisions about stuff, and we don't know what direction. I think that's part of the speculation is, like, what are they doing? All projects are still on, says Whoa. Gabe, and all, and all that kind of stuff. But it is kind of, uh, you know, yeah, it's just kind of a reality check. Like, there yeah. are no, there is no fucking fairy tale adventure land company. I mean, every company has to go through tough shit. So I, I, I just think it's kind of, it's a reality check a little bit for the, the best, industry in general. The best part is that 
in this article, it's not even phrased as layoffs. It's 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 Valve, so it's phrased as great cleansing. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. Yeah. That's a really irresponsible fucking headline. Yeah, it's like well, a biblical, on point. biblical well, layoffs. Employees are describing it as, but yeah, that's a that's an odd way to characterize it. Yeah, in your in your headline, like, that's that's kind of clickbait. Feel like there was there was a faction because, as I said, firing is done by committee. Um, as but you almost feel like the bigger group here was like that hardware and D division guys and that Android those Android guys they aren't getting anything done. Like that's how I feel like the discussion went. Like mm, yeah. people well, I mean, whispered to other people and they were like, That's not where we want this to go right. and then it eventually was just like came to a head kind of and I mean obviously it's all spe- this is all speculation. I mean nobody knows. They're so secretive that I doubt we will ever right. even the people who got fired were just like, I got fired. <laughs> like that's all they well, said. Well, the thing they, is, it. it I mean, it's kind of it's kind of surprising because Valve is so successful that you wouldn't think they need to lay off people. And yeah. given like what they say in their employee handbook about how you know the most important thing you'll ever do at this company is participate in hiring people and like determining who's going to join the company. Um, but that almost makes it like less surprising to me as well yeah. because because they are. I think such a forward-looking company that maybe whatever whatever these people were working on or whatever progress they had shown thus far, I, I feel like a lot of people at Valve are are smart enough to say we don't you know we thought there might be a future in this or money in this, but now we don't, and so instead of like end up releasing a bad product or you know get get so far down the line that we're really exactly. bought into something, they're just saying ah. You know, we tried it. We don't really like what it, what we see now, and you know, we don't. We need to cut. We need to cut the people involved so that we can keep, you know, a lean staff and keep making money. Because, like Scott said, I mean, they're still a business, and yeah. that's a pretty pragmatic decision. And the thing too is that pretty much anyone that works at Valve, I'm pretty sure, can sign their own ticket to wherever else they want to go. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely, and it's not like, and it is cool to have a company like Valve out there still. It doesn't change any of really their status. I just think it is kind of a, not necessarily what you call it a Valve or or the industry, but more to 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 the kind of fanboyism that is around Valve, me included in that as well. Yeah, like definitely. it's kind of just it's like a mythical almost. Valve's up in that on their hill in Seattle. And it's like, it's just, a, it's a paradise. And it's like, well, no. And like you said, though, this is another example, I think you're right, Brandon, of them being pragmatic and being like, we're not going to go a direction for the sake of going a direction just to save people's jobs. If it's not going to work, it's not going to work. And exactly. someone, uh, the other Miles raised a good point in chat where he talked about how Gabe in, in a lecture from Wico was talking about the complacency at Valve and stuff and Steam. Uh in a kind of and, a negative light, and that he's trying to, you know, maybe they're trying yeah, to fix it, that. It wouldn't maybe they surprise fight. me at all if this, because not everyone that was that was let go was like in a specific division. There were some, the, at least yeah. one or two or three people that were from different areas of the company. It wouldn't surprise me if this was kind of a long time coming type thing. Like there was mm-hmm. ev- a lot of evidence or whatever that that maybe some discontent was growing around some of these people, and instead of letting people go one by one. Like like we said, Gabe Gabe is saying, you know, you don't want to get complacent. All right, well, we just have you have a layoff. That kind of gets news. It kind of gets everyone's attention inside and outside the company, and helps people remember that hey, we you know we can't just sit around and continue making the kind of money we make now. We have to keep innovating. You yeah. know, keep keep an eye on yeah. on you know what what our core competency is, and you know keep putting out good products and stuff. 
But yeah, I don't see I don't see this negatively affecting Valve in the future. I agree with you, Scott, that it's just kind of like, oh, this company is human. Right. Like shit happens. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Even at Valve. Because yeah. I mean it was shocking to me too. I actually was like, wow, that's especially the timing was it is still kind of out of left field like it wasn't it's kind of like you would expect it more on like valve talking about how there's a downturn in one of their one of their fucking products or you know what i mean it was just off the heels of all this innovation they haven't had a product in a few well that's true (laughs) it's true too i just think (laughs) steam is a fucking always a ongoing product but but... uh also was brought up in chat as well is that a dude who was the lead dev on steam itself left yeah so Mm -hmm. or was fired um so that's kind of weird but frankly steam could be better (laughs) oh yeah so it's not like uh it's not like that's kind of crazy it takes me about 15 clicks just to put the announcement out for shit (laughs) on the kp mod group so it could be a little better um but it is I mean, it is a bit humbling. I think the timing is kind of crazy with all the uh, the first CES with the Steambox stuff, then Gabe with that lecture at University of Texas, and then like Valve is like all of a sudden forefront in the news with all this stuff. And the, and the then, keynote thing with Gabe and JJ Abrams too. Right, that's what I was about to it's say. Like it yeah, seems like Valve is in, is going on all these kind of these new directions and really looking at a lot of new projects, and then cutting your staff back by. I mean, how many people did work there? It's like 300, isn't it? Something. I think someone said it was like uh, like 10 percent of the staff. Yeah, I mean, that's that's the more surprising thing to me is that it seems like a pretty large cut for what is already a pretty small organization for for you know the amount of revenue that they do. So, but yeah, it was a little strange, a little humbling. Um, we'll have to see how it affects Steambox launch and or a controller for the Steambox, which was kind of the the big deal was the lead dev on that stuff um jerry ellsworth i think was her name but she was kind of leading up that uh the controller so we'll see how that sets it back um and how how far along steambox stuff is uh after this but up next um tribes ascend a game that we loved absolutely loved last year and a lot of us played the shit out of especially brandon yep um has done something that I don't I'm not necessarily think it's a bad thing, but I think it's a strange thing to do. Other free to play games have this option, just not in this way, I feel, but they have done a game of the year update. Mm-hmm. And basically what you can do now is spend thirty dollars about the middling price of, you know, a triple A sh- shooter on sale or, you know, a lower tier, quote unquote lower tier shooter. Um, and you unlock everything. Um, so uh, I, I'm not saying it does anything. I'm saying it's just a strange thing to do. And to me, to me, it felt like just resigning tribes. That's exactly well, that's what when I read. Yeah, that's what to I felt a backseat like, yeah. that we already felt was there anyway. Yeah, like that's a good. It's kind of like ahead, does this unlock everything just up at, that's been released up everything until this up point? to that point? Not after. Yes. Okay. Well, that's probably what will they be doing? Just everything. Right. Yeah. yeah I, I think it, it's like Dan said. I, I feel almost the exact same way. It's not that I think it's a bad thing. I think it's it from from high res perspective, it's a good thing because it can only. You know, it's more press. It's more people maybe coming and playing the game. I'm sure it'll probably help boost the numbers a little bit. But it's kind of an odd thing to do, given that um, the the thing that surprised me the most is the price point. Thirty dollars um, when you know, if you've played Tribes uh, 
for any well, extended me, period of time. Cut in the, real quick. Yeah. Todd Harris put that post on the forums before we knew what the price actually was, and they said it would be quote unquote like competitive with um modern shooters or something like that. So I was like, maybe this will be a sixty dollar pack, and I was actually like. Okay. I mean, it's a all multiplayer right. only game, though. All of the sixty, yeah. fifty dollar games also have a single player, even though you don't care about it. So that is a competitive yeah, choice, I think. I mean, I think yeah, I think thirty dollars probably is the right price, but it's it's kind of an odd balance with the the free to play system because if you wanted to, you know, for <laughs> for the entire times tribes has existed, you the free to play uh, grind has been really long, or if you paid for things, it cost you far more than thirty dollars yeah. to get everything. So Thanks, I think Bart. it's 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 kind of a weird. Um, I don't know, it's kind of a weird amalgamation. You have these older players that I think are going to feel slighted because it's like, it's it's pretty clearly a money grab. Like I said, I don't think it's a bad thing, but you you have people that are not going to be too happy about it because they've invested, you know, some people like 100, 150 bucks to get all of those items, and now people can get it for 30. I don't know that it seems like kind of a weird thing to still have the free-to-play system because the free-to-play system, like, buying currency doesn't make sense anymore. There's no reason to buy, like, right. 10 or $15 of no. currency when that gets you, like, literally maybe a few guns. The $30 thing is attractive, but now you have this weird, like, currency that doesn't really serve much purpose anymore. And you still... The, the game of the year doesn't include, um, like, cosmetic stuff and voice packs. So it's like okay. they're. I feel like they're kind of trying to have their cake and eat it too. When, if I'm being honest, I'd rather just see them turn it into a thirty-dollar game, and like allow mapping and and mod tools mods, and mods, and really mods, give mods, the mods. give the game to the community. Because I feel like this is kind of a half first step to that. But I think for the game to stay alive and thrive for you know for longer than a few more months. It needs to. You need to give it to to the community so that they can do what they wanted since the game launched, which is mod it, create your own maps, and and all the stuff that Tribes has been known for for years. Yeah, and then this is a good point. Wasn't the initial pack for Tribes Ascend thirty dollars? Twenty nine ninety nine. Yes. Yeah. And then that got you in like early access, and you got some gold and some other shit. Um, to me, this now someone in chat did say, I hate to keep referencing chat, but we almost have to. People are active, so. But someone who plays a lot of tribes, I believe his dad passion said, the numbers went up significantly when this was released. Um, and I can see that happening, definitely. But to me, what this feels like is what we've been saying for a long time, or at least I've been saying, is that Smite is the focus. Yeah. Here is tribes. Buy it for 30 bucks. You get everything. You don't need to play it all the time. We just want some cash at this point that's what it feels like to me is is like we don't care if you spend the microtransactions anymore yeah I, this I game think they're is essentially in the back out of it and and they realize that there are probably going to be people that maybe they put a little bit of money into the game or played it free and now that they can get everything for 30 bucks they're they're counting on some people to throw 30 dollars in because they remember it being fun when they played for free and that's a pretty compelling price but it's yeah, it's it seems like kind of a a tacit admission that that tribes is kind of on the back burner, and you know I guess this is like an experiment to see can we can we up the player base enough to continue supporting the game, or is you know th this is the the 
first content patch, like serious content patch, they've had in a while. Because it did add six maps, it added a new alternate weapon. Like this is this is a pretty big patch, and the stuff that back you know a, a year ago we were used to this kind of patch every month. <laughs> yeah, but it's I don't know. To me, it just feels like the culmination of that. To me, it's just like finally they were just like you know what, we're putting all of it behind Smite at this point. Well, I mean, and... it is a cash grab. They're a company trying to make money, so. It's a MOBA, yeah. Well, why wouldn't they? I, I don't fault them. No, I'm just fine. saying, like, I just, I, if you're I, depending on tribes to get growing yeah. and, um, like, rather, it's going to be. I would just rather see them make it a thirty dollars game and and say, I, I don't, I don't know what you really say to to kind of calm people who have already paid a lot of money into the game. Yeah, but I think and that's real to, shitty. I think you need to turn it into maybe you keep it as free to play, but free, you know, free players only get a few, like a few guns or whatever. But you just turn it into a $30 game and give it the things that we're used to having with, with you know, just a game that you pay once for. Give us, give us mapping tools. Give us mod tools. Allow the community to kind of take it over. Sell and an SDK keep... kit or something. Like, sell yeah, the that... SDK kit for $15. I'd buy that. Modders would take this game like... so fast. It's unreal, dude. It can't be that hard, so... I think they end up with a better game and a game that has a longer lifespan if they, if they can kind of accept that the free-to-play is, isn't going to be sustainable to keep adding content like they wanted to. So make it a $30 game and kind of give mm-hmm. it to the community and let, let the community keep it going for you. Mm. So, hopefully that's what kept the old tribes growing and people still um, playing kept it, it alive. Yeah, people still playing Lots. it now. Just, I just don't get devs. Just give us mod tools. <laughs> if you're putting out a shooter on PC, just give us mod tools. Your game will live forever. Look at Killing Floor. Yeah. <laughs> Till me and copies. Those guys don't give a shit. <laughs> Just like, here's some more new shit. Like, Tripwire. Amen. So, moving on to what is probably the biggest news story, and we could be accused of this being just a console only story, but it is important. And there's also some craziness surrounding this. Um, Destiny has been announced, the new mm-hmm. Bungie slash Activision title. Yes, he is. Um,. I just, where do we start, man? It's going to be an MMO, sort of. <laughs> we know that. Yeah. They're terming, they're stirring all this shit. We didn't get much. Yeah, we it's frankly, like, it's didn't super get much. vague. What all it's a shared world like, shooter. Yeah. What does that don't mean, guys? Like, what the hell does that mean? I don't even know. <laughs> We're living in a shared world right now. I'm sharing the world with like seven billion people. What the fuck does that actually mean? <laughs> like, what I'm yeah. saying is, what it made me think of honestly was the way Poe works. Um, which was that there's town and town is shared with everyone and then everything else is instanced. That's what this Guild, sounded the like. the same as Guild Wars 1. Yeah, but yeah, I don't like think it's, you're going to exactly. be sharing it with everyone. I think you're going to be sharing it with like certain, like a limited amount of people if I had to guess because it's not, it's not a full MMO. I mean, there's classes. <laughs> Yeah. Well, in fact, I mean, one is called the Warlock, one is called the Hunter. Wow, that's <laughs> going to be really bur- unique names. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder I mean, if I'll... the Warlock will be overpowered for the first four years of Destiny. Fucking dots. That's all we'll hear. The first. <laughs> Death Coil. <laughs> Fuck, <My> you. <laughs> Fuck you. Fuck you. 
Uh, I have no way to break this. All right, we're getting flashbacks. Yeah. I mean, my initial reaction is it just, I mean, this is super jaded, but it just doesn't really excite me much. I mean, there's some cool, there's there's some cool looking things, but uh, it's just, it's just like, it's what all the articles said uh, that that I'm going to say. It's just all this hype without really any substance yet. So, yeah, it seems like such over promising. Like, they're promising to change the way, you know, shooters have, have, are viewed. And it's yeah, like how but, how can you even how can you even call it an MMO when you're talking about it being a console to shooter? To be fair, to be fair, you're stepping out of the shoes of the Halo franchise. That this is their first game that's not Halo in like a decade. So I like to point out, Nick, that the dudes in this concept art look like a little edgier Halo. It's dudes. pretty much grit. It's like, pretty much gritty Halo. <laughs> it's like well, I mean, that's like any sci-fi. It's gonna look like something else sci-fi to an extent, but <laughs> I mean, yeah. Like it's, it's they have to they have to do it big because like if they don't it's just going to be underwhelming because everybody's played Halo yeah. everybody knows what Halo's about and they know it's, that it's like a good game now, so if they do something not exciting no one's going to care yeah and and there's a few really good points especially in the Ars Technica uh, uh, article this is what was my kind of not favorite paragraph but a really telling one um, talking about how Metacritic obsessed um, game yes, companies are yeah. especially games like Activision. Um, they're saying basically commenting on how much how much hype is going to be behind this and how this this initial thing was essentially let's build excitement you know behind destiny um it's the kind of metacritic obsessed comment from an activision executive one who's hooked his talons into the beloved bungie no less (laughs) that could set message boards aflame but maybe it shouldn't the money behind call of duty and the heart behind halo couldn't join forces without aiming their rifle scopes toward the review score stars of course they have to merely great won't meet the lofty expectations attached to such an alliance it's true this game cannot come in and be anything less than nine out of ten well that's exactly the problem and if if he were actually smart and was trying to fish for a good metacritic story wouldn't over promise they wouldn't over promise and over hype let metacritic let people love the game it's just, I mean, I get they have to do that because yeah, it's don't fucking... don't give but that's don't the, give you're... the press like a preview <laughs> where all you can show them is concept art. Exactly, yep. it's not well, going to help your cause. I mean, there was a whole like thirty seconds of of really early gameplay in the Vidoc that was released today. So I mean, that's and there was clearly some gameplay shown to these to these people that were there that could not be talked about. It's it's, it's kind of like the equivalent. I it's it's like the equivalent of it's it's like especially our internet. The, the current state we live in, it, it's like, go on, go on YouTube and tell everyone in the in the description of a video that you're a comedian or something, and then do your act, or or and right away you put that target on your head where people are like, oh, this guy's a comedian, he's a funny guy, he's gonna make me laugh, and then the act could be really good, but all the people in there be like, well, that wasn't that fucking funny. Was this guy supposed to be a comedian? I could yeah. do that. Whereas if you just went on and made a video that was funny, people are like, oh, that's fucking hilarious. Which is the same kind of notion with something like this, where it's like we already there's already a lot of expectation because it's Bungie that we already we've been overpromised and over hyped for about you know our entire lives we're abused beaten uh fucking people so just fucking let just work on it and show me something meaningful when you have it i know that that will never also the the, one of the best ways to build up hype is don't do shit yeah look at at respawn look at respawn entertainment yes i want their fucking game i don't even know what it is what the fuck i just want it now yeah yeah you know Silence is golden, man. It really is. And what you're saying with Bungie, right? Okay, so Bungie stops doing Halo, moves in with Activision. We know they're doing a Call of Duty at some point. We know that they're doing it. So they have to make Destiny 
really, really good. Like, it has to be hyped to the fucking rafters. Like, even Call of Duty, you know it's coming out next year. You know what I mean? Like, the hype machine is still going to be there, but it doesn't really need to. With this game, this has to be just... I mean, this is all you're going to see. This is all you're going to see. And I think this is... And I think this exact influence where they're talking about Activision, I think this is the Activision side. Obviously, now that... Bungie's working with them. Activision's like, well, we got to start hyping. We got to, you know, a classic example of a company that doesn't understand a, a lot of, I mean, they understand the casual audience clearly because of Call of Duty's success, but they don't understand, I don't know, probably a lot of the diehards. And it's like, and I'm guessing if it was Bungie, they'd be like, fuck you. Let us work on this for a couple, you know, as many years as we're going to, and we'll we'll roll it out in our own timeline. I, I, I would almost guarantee that this is kind of the PR side of Activision being like, what do you mm-hmm. got for us? And they're like, we don't have shit. They're like, all right, we'll just w- animate some, some fucking uh, art with, <laughs> with some rain on it. So it kind of is like, oh, is that a storyboard? Or is that, you know, like, what, what was that bullshit? Just, I don't care. I don't care. I don't care I, about I'll any be it. interested to see how they try and market this game because yeah. just from the preview alone, it, I don't really get what it is. Like apparently there's some first person shooter elements. I see I see spaceships flying. Can I apparently fly some sort of ship? I see like a like a desert with with something. I don't I don't know what it is. And then I see part first person shooter, part open world sandbox, and part persistent universe. I, I know kind of what that might look like because I've been a gamer a long time. No yeah. no casual Call of Duty console player is going to understand <laughs> no. what any of that means. No, they're not. And Quick scope. There's so many things. There's Yeah, there's so many things working also against this game, in my opinion. And I'm going to start with the big one. The big one that none of these articles seem to mention, and we talked about before the show started a little bit. Yeah. Why the fuck is this game releasing... For the Xbox 360 and the PlayStation 3, this isn't even about the PC well, people. To be fair, the new system. Those are the system that it's confirmed for right now. <clears throat> yes, but why even do that? Make it a launch title. Make people go get those systems. Like consoles have acknowledged by everyone, including Microsoft and Sony. It's been so long for this this console cycle. That at this point, people almost don't care. Like, they will buy them, but you feel like the hype is almost a little less um, behind the Sony announcement on the 20th, yeah. and we don't know anything about Xbox. Um, the reason Call of why... Duty is big on console right now, the only reason is because Call of Duty 2 was a launch title for Xbox 360. Yeah. Otherwise, yeah. it would still be Halo to this day. Well, funny thing about Call of Duty 2, <clears throat> um, it was also on the first Xbox, I believe. Yeah, yeah, so... yeah. yeah. That's a, that's an interesting point right there. It was on but both the, the next gen and the old you, console. You need to make sure or, it's considered a launch title. Here's the thing, though, is that they're talking about this being a persistent universe. I foresee it being very difficult for them to try and sell a game on Xbox 360, PS3, and then whatever the two upcoming consoles are, and try and have that persistent universe where they, you know, old console players can play with the new console players. I just don't like. I don't see that happening. I, I feel like if these new consoles, and we, we, we don't know this, yeah. we don't know this, no one really knows this, they're coming out in November. Like, that's just, that's when they come out. 
even if they didn't, <laughs> come out they're, gonna, they're probably going to yeah. come out right around or before this game comes out. If we're not able to see any gameplay or anything, this game is at least six months from being out. This is why I don't get it. Connor and chat just made a good point. I can't wait to play this on my Xbox 360 for another 10 years. If you're buying this for Xbox 360, I don't know what you're doing. If you're a console gamer, like that's fine, but wouldn't you be just getting the next console right. then? Because you know the new Call of Duty is going to be on there. You know whatever the next Halo is going to be on there. Whatever the next, you know, Battlefield, as shitty as Battlefield 3 is on console. All these big titles are coming out right around when PS4 and Xbox 720 or whatever it's going to be called. Whenever those are coming out, that's when this game is coming. So why would you get it on a system that can't do as much, especially in a game that's going to have this massive world? Yeah. Like, wouldn't you want that on the best performance possible? And there's not going to be a sub fee, so that's not, you know, you're paying sixty bucks and you have the game. But I mean, if I just don't understand, if they can make that work, the persistent universe across like mm. three different platforms, right. I would be fucking thrilled. Like I would love mm. to have like Titan, for instance, when that comes out, to be able to have the user bases on all of these platforms. I guarantee Titan together. will be on console as yeah. well. Like, I mean, it would be cool as shit to see that happen, and it'd be nice. I just don't see it happening. Just not. You're That's saying, not the company you're I see on being PC able to do that. and consoles. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it won't happen. Like I like that's I also... the thing that I that I need to see, and that's not hey, going to come out of Bungie. Shadow it's Run, come out of Blizzard. Shadow Run is oh, here we go. Come Shadow on, Run. man. You know, cross cross compatibility between PC and consoles. It's it can be done. It's a bumping community, yeah. guys. So, <laughs> but what yeah. I would say is we don't have any confirmation it's a game for PC. But to me, it'd almost be a crime if it doesn't come out on PC. It probably, um, especially if you can make it work across those, uh, across those things. But I I also think that Titan. We know Diablo three is coming to consoles. Blizzard's next title, Titan, is going to be the king. It's just going to be, as far as MMOs. And it will be on consoles as well. It will be on everything. Um, Blizzard will not... (laughs) Now that they're with Activision, unless it's StarCraft, which is like pretty much impossible to play on a console, um, logistically, they're going to put the games out on consoles. So I feel like Bungie will not put up a fight to get it on PC. Like, I I feel like... No, they, I don't think they've they been can. they've been beat into making an Xbox game for like what, what was it like eleven years plus so yeah they, they're not going to put up a fight about that they don't care they'll but I don't get why it's game. coming out on the old systems then either because you need the capability need you make this a launch title for the Xbox 720 you get a limited edition Xbox 720 with a copy of Destiny. And that's just a huge amount of revenue that you're going to be making just from yeah. having a special edition console. Like, they're just they're giving up so many opportunities here just to get the game out sooner. And I, I don't get it. Maybe they think people are going to buy a copy of the game for that's the new Activision. platform too, and that's not going that's to happen. Activision pressure, man. That's Activision pressure. Probably. That's what it is. Nobody's yeah. going to buy the game on both. At the end if of the you day, do, you're a fucking idiot. At the end of the day, this is all 100% speculation because there's been nothing concrete been said about this game. No. Like even no. the, even the Vidoc, li- they don't even say anything. They're, it's like no. we, it's kind of like this and it's kind of like that, and it's like they don't say specifically what's happening. They're like, we're really inspired and we're really excited to start a new franchise. Blah blah blah. It's like okay, um, you could show me things. I love the examples that they gave to the press where, like, people were telling stories, like, devs of, or whatever that played the game, and their biggest <laughs> experience was seeing another character 
you're in the game. Well, yeah, no shit when you're fucking in private testing. <laughs> oh, cool, another character of the seven people that yeah. are in the game. It's just, it was so stupid and all, like, fluff to me. It's just, it's just... So, <sighs> so to bring it back, because people are like, well, they're talking about this console title, which I actually, I... I don't know. You can say Bungie hasn't. I actually feel like they would be just missing out by not just porting the shit over. I also am one of the people who I have no basis for this at all, but I think Windows 8 is eventually going to include a functionality that can play 360 titles on your PC mm-hmm. through the Windows 8 App Store. I really think that's going to be a thing. Um, you heard it here first. But yeah, I really, know. truly believe that's going to be it's a thing. Awesome. It's going to be I where like you that. play it in an emulated environment. You're going to have to play it through the Windows 8 App Store. Right. So if you're on Windows 7, you won't be able to do it. But if you're on Windows 8, you'll be able to play Forza or whatever on your PC. I, I really like that. think that's going to be That'd be awesome. So, but I have no basis at all. There's one feature that, that I read from an article that sounds really cool. It's the feature that's somewhat like Journey in the way that another your another partner will just appear. Like, it'll matchmake it seamlessly in. Like, somebody will just, like, show up. Like, in Journey, you'll be, like, doing whatever the fuck, and then a guy will pop up around the corner and be like, Hey, what's up? Let's do shit together. And, like... That would be so cool. Like, what if you're just, like, shooting dudes, and then, like, you meet up with another guy for no reason, and he's just like, let's Rump- shoot dudes together. If I could play Xbox games, really sold that yeah, Rump- Rumpley, Rumpley okay, you don't understand. make a return. No one has played Journey. <laughs> you don't understand how good that feeling is. Like, it's you, Nick, what you sound like you're telling <gasps> me is it sounds like you've experienced what friendship is for the first time. Is, it, is that what? <laughs> it is. <laughs> journey. Okay, I'm going to go off on Journey right now, even though oh, I talk about go. it all the time. Dude, it already sure. won no, all the ahead. Death Awards that matter. Journey is the goddamn best game from last year. You, you're it, doing your whole little, you're doing your journey, trying to get to this what? goddamn mountain thing in the background, and you're walking, and then you meet up with some random guy that comes over a sand dune, and you're like, holy shit, there's another person in this game? It doesn't tell you who this person is. There's no name above their heads. It's just a random ass dude. And so you walk, and then all of a sudden you'll look behind you, and that guy will be gone, and you're like, what the fuck just happened to my friend? He's gone. What the? hell is happening and then you'll continue and then you'll be like underwater or something it's not really underwater it's really trippy that game's pretty trippy the art style's really great and the art design is fantastic 10 out of 10 game of the year and then what was i i forgot what i was talking about for a second um, <laughs> went super jive right there holy yeah. shit that was a good review journey though. is the best but... goddamn game on dude it wants give it an 8.5 give it an 8.5 i'll give it a solid nine but my windows 8 theory <laughs> yes clashes with what jason jones is talking oh, about yeah well um is this gonna who is, is this gonna uh, turn to a rant of the week uh, here we go it might i, I mean it i don't might. know how i couldn't yeah so what is he the halo halo oh studios co-founder he's a co-founder he's a, of bunch i think he was a programmer beforehand so jason jones before everyone left us when we talked about consoles there for a second but um <laughs> Well, I love the arrogance. The arrogance just, oh, it's dripping off the stage. I can smell wafting off the article. Uh, No, it's fucking ridiculous. Um, We did a bunch of ambitious things on Halo deliberately to reach out to people. Ooh. Uh, Jason Jones told us, we limited players to two weapons. Holy fucking shit. We gave them recharging health. But I just, I never. We automatically saved and restored the game. Almost her- heretical That's things. My to first That's my favorite one. Yep, heretical. I mean, Dude, Jesus people were up in arms. What the fuck? You could save your game? I see. Oh, All right, shit. Coup de Gras coming up. We made the game run without a mouse and keyboard, and now nobody plays shooters the way they used to play them before Halo because nobody wants to. Okay. So wow. I think it's very easy to misinterpret this as like yes, specifically attacking mouse and keyboard, but I think yeah. it, it, that that last part 
where like people don't want to play it like they use it. it was the like, first part was the word. The, la- the very last part where he's like, people don't want to play it like it used to. I think he's referring to that. The all of the things like they they did a lot of stuff to change how FPS works. Yeah, That's I don't. I, I agree. I, I want to get really mad, but I don't think he's saying that no one plays with mouse and keyboard. But it's still anymore. dumb. It's still yeah. It's, it's, I'm, I'm only mad at the first. Even even though I agree. I don't think he's necessarily saying that nobody wants to play with mouse and keyboard. I think yeah. he's just saying no one wants to play games the way they played them before Halo came along. General. But that that is, I mean, that statement is so incredibly arrogant that I don't yeah. even I don't even understand like where where he thinks the money is in saying something like that, because uh-huh. wow, limiting players to two weapons that was like never no a, one. I don't I don't understand how that's like some some huge thing. That now game you know games only allow you two weapons because of Halo. Not only is that not like true, but it just doesn't. There's I don't a know. lot. I don't of, even, there's a lot I of credit. There's a lot of credit that can go to Bungie <laughs> for what they did for the console shooter. You can give them a lot of credit yes. for that. But you. a lot I of their totally mechanics agree. are not like groundbreaking. Like recharging health. Oh, oh okay. You made health come back. Oh, uh, okay. Sweet. I mean that's not Four as important. Lines of as, code. Awesome that's job. not that's not as important as changing how <laughs> FPS works on a console. That is all you should be credited for, really, because that's what you did. Really, no. And, and what changed the way shooters work on console, no matter what Bungie thinks, is Goldeneye. That's that's yeah, what that's made true. shooters on console 100% important. True. So you can suck a bag of dicks. Because <laughs> I'm serious. I mean, Goldeneye made console console uh, shooters a thing. I agree. No, it's a, I agree. you are 100 percent true. Because that was the only shooter up to that point that I had ever played on a controller. And when I first thought about doing that, not you know, I'm like 11 or 12 at the time, but I was still like, this is weird because I'd played Doom up to that point, which was a you know a keyboard. So playing it with a joystick was just like, what the fuck? And then it was totally natural in that game. And them making that work yeah. was a technical feat. What Rare did, there's an, there's an article out there, which I don't have a link to right now, is an interview with one of the guys from Rare. Which this was just like four months ago or so. Um, I think it was on The Verge. I'm not sure though. But this guy was like, here's what we did and like how we did this stuff. Because they did so much bullet decals. Yep. They were the yep. first ones with bullet decals. And now you, you know, no, Rare is not now. still. Yeah. yeah, all this shit is taking for granted. Being able to look up and down yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the joystick and look around. Um, like what they did, they invented that. Then people like Valve and people like Bungie took it over and did what they did with it. But the people who deserve credit for revolutionizing FPS on console, John, you're a hundred percent right. The dudes at Rare invented a thing that did not exist, just flat out didn't exist. But what Bun- until what they- Bungie did with Halo Two was they they changed how online FPS on consoles works. That's what they did best. But yeah. he doesn't acknowledge I'll, I'll... that he that maybe they changed that for consoles. They've yeah, had they've had a completely, completely negligible impact on anything else. Like shooters in general, that I I don't think Halo has had nearly as big of an effect that as they seem to think they have. Well, they're also the first also making it seem like they're the second video game Christ here. Like... No, no shooters are anything like Halo. So you've had no influence on shooters. There is Halo, and then there are every other shooter. Halo, Halo is Halo. Yeah, like Halo, yeah, nobody's Halo. tried to mimic you because nobody wants to. They let you yeah. have your thing because you do it well. You do Halo very, very well, except Halo Reach, which you did very poorly. Hey, hey. Let's, Halo let's... Reach was bad. <laughs> Halo 3 was no, a phenomenal no. game, and Halo 2 is probably uh, the best you. console shooter ever. I can't hear you. 
No, Counter Counter Strike on that's, Xbox One was the best. Ah, uh, CS Italy was <laughs> exceptional. <laughs> but the the first sentence of this, I just keep reading yeah. it. We did a bunch of ambitious things on Halo deliberately to reach out to people. Like, what the fuck, dude? You're like an evangelist yeah, or some shit? A... Console shooters, like. Come on, dude. Halo COD 4. And Halo. Hi- Halo was big, but COD 4, in my opinion, is what really blew all that open. And then more Modern Warfare 2 on the mm-hmm. console was just... Just... <clears throat> huge. I mean... Mm-hmm. That is what blew the consoles up, really, was, was Modern Warfare 2. Um, even I own that on Xbox. <laughs> yeah. But it's just like... I've God, seen your dude, KD. He was, he was, yeah, it's like 0.86. He was working, <laughs> he's trying to get into optic like everyone else. Okay, yeah, dude. yeah, dude, just trying to snipe. All right. So <laughs> I think, I think we're done with that amazingly. Um, but we'll see if Destiny comes to PC. I think it would be obviously a boon to it if it did. But as Nick said, Bungie doesn't no, want really... You know why? I, yeah. You know why? Because Activision is also making Titan. So they know when Titan is going to release, true. and point. they're not going to have Destiny competing with Titan. The summary, it's a hundred percent summary. True. At least for me, on this whole Destiny thing, is we should not care because there has not been anything that has been shown to us. Yeah. Like every other game that's being revealed yeah. right now, if you don't, as I've stressed, thing, you don't. Yeah. That's my. That's how I look as, at it. As I've stressed with console and just general gaming news that we report on now and then, yes, we are a PC gaming website and community. But what the consoles do does affect you. So you should be up on it. And so that is going to be a big title for that. So we'll see where it goes. Um, but quick hits here to end the news. Um, System Shock 2, and this was kind of crazy to me. This game came out in 1999. <clears throat> is now finally available to buy for the first time since 2002. As it has been an illegal battle over the publishing rights. Um, but you can finally get System Shock 2. And this is a game that many, many developers of your favorite games um, has influenced. Um, this kind of took Half-Life into the horror realm a little more. Um, I guess you could say that's that's kind of the best way to describe this game. Is Half-Life yeah. more in space and more horror-oriented. Dead space almost. I hear if you, you like say. Bioshock, you'll love System Shock. Yes. Yes, yeah, it was made by the same people. Precursor to Bioshock <laughs> and Dead Space. A lot of a lot of yes. uh, really serious System Shock fans will say that Bioshock was a letdown, a very serious letdown following that game. <laughs> Compared to System Shock. Yeah, too, because yeah. apparently that and game is if, much more open than Bioshock is. If, if you're worrying about, yeah, Rational Games made System Shock 2, and if you're worried about the graphics being dated, which, you know, some people can't get around that, and I understand that, actually, completely, and they do look old now because it's 1999, but there are a bunch of mods out there. Um, with high high res textures, just like there is for Deus Ex, the first game. There's a whole texture pack for that that's gigabytes <laughs> in size. But for Deus Ex, the first game, um, you can definitely get those out there and and modernize it. So System Shock 2, 9.99 over on uh, Good Old Games. Uh, you can also get it on Steam soon. They said but we don't know when that will be. Um, And another classic being brought back. So Black Mesa was a hit. I played through the whole thing. It's awesome. It was worth the seven years (laughs) or whatever, whatever it was uh, to get that. But Black Mesa Insecurity is coming out, which is essentially going to bring Half-Life Blue Shift into the new Source engine. Uh, It's not out yet, but it's getting there. And uh, Blue Shift is the story of the uh, the security guard, Barney. 
<laughs> and you'll be able to play that soon in Black Mesa Insecurity. You'll be playing as Barney. So it's going to be Blue Shift. So um, you'll be able to play through that soon in a Black Mesa type environment, which if you know anything about Black Mesa or have played it, amazing. It's so much better than Half-Life 1. <laughs> it's not like it's such a better game. So those are our two quick hits this week. So we're going to take a quick 90 second commercial break here and then we will be back with the Twitter questions, bros. Brandon, you better see. I'm going to pee. Brandon, you better get typing <laughs> with that staff badge, though. <laughs> got that staff badge now. Oh, shit. I, I'd like to keep it understated. <laughs> oh, man. Understated, dude. You got to throw around your Twitch peen on the chat. Talking about. <laughs> I'm going to drink real quick. Yeah, I'm going to get some water. <laughs> so, Dino beat down after stream? That's cute. And now it's time for Twitter questions with the KB Mod Podcast. So heading into the Twitter, this first question, man. I, <laughs> this is one that I recommend. I it's know. actually from Inbox that's we've had. So, but that's a good question. Yeah, no, that's a good okay. one. Uh, uh, I don't know no. what you. I didn't watch that Inbox. So I need to. I'll know your. An, I won't know your yeah. answer beforehand. Yeah, I don't even remember um, what mine was. So at C Brackney one asks, <clears throat> if you could buy. Any three items at Walmart to freak out the cashier, what would they be? Mm-hmm. Walmart sells guns and shit, so this could go some crazy yeah. places. Uh, uh. Um, I, uh, man. Uh, uh, I'm trying to think of a good combo. I'd get, like, just... I'd get a gun, melatonin, <laughs> and um, <laughs> KY. Um, <laughs> Jesus. Melatonin and KY, just the possibilities. <laughs> PVC gunpowder and matches from the chat just now. That is just pipe. Mine I, are. So that's, mine are. Uh, no, wait. I, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm going first. I'm going first. I, I, I'm just going to keep cutting you off. Okay, go. Right. Whatever. No. I'd buy no. condoms, um, KY, and a baby diaper. God damn it! <laughs> diapers were in mine. Well, mine are adult. Mine are mine are adult diapers. Mm. A food or wait, no, I was gonna go with uh, a set of Rubbermaid. Three copies and, of Spider-Man Three. Well and done. The, and, that's a good... and the largest bag of cat food possible that they offer. At Walmart. <laughs> Someone in the chat went to Walmart today and got condoms, a home enema, and an airsoft sniper <laughs> rifle. Stare the cashier in the face with a straight look. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Wow. Actually, my, my actual answer to this is none of this because I wouldn't go to Walmart. I'd rather kill myself. So what I'd do if I had a kid, what you need to do, Dan, is you need to go into Walmart with your kid, give him a box of Magnum condoms, and then tell him they're going to meet you in the car and make him check out with them. <laughs> That'd be make Hunter check out. Oh, my cool. God. Could I just get three of the smiley face stickers that the old people give you when you walk in? <laughs> <laughs> they give you shit? I never get anything from that. What? You've no. never you never had that they they have like old people at the entrances and then they, well, yeah, like, but... if you're a kid then they give you smiley faces. Uh, well, yeah, if you're a kid, okay. Well, well you can get it if you're not a kid if you request it, I suppose. But any combination of duct tape and other things is essentially pretty good. Like, what is this dude doing? Like, like duct tape, Oreos, and jugs of water. It's like, yeah, what is he doing? <laughs> Does he just like Oreos and need some water, or is he keeping a child in his basement? Yep. I don't know. 
<laughs> I don't know at this point. Oh, good. Chats, uh, three giant bags of generic cereal. That sounds about right. That's Nick Fenton's whole child. Or maybe like yeah. virgin olive oil, a tarp, and then something else. <laughs> a tarp. <laughs> the tarp also brings like and like maybe like, like a, a fire pit or something. Wow. <laughs> fire pit. Um. A spit, an automatic spit, a spit with like a motor. Uh, if people don't know what a spit is, it's what you roast things uh, on. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, you lost me for a second there. I, I love, yeah, I spit, love spit some person, duct, man. you know, some, some good spit, some duct tape, tape. <laughs> and then just some. Well, I don't know seasonings. Maybe some KY as well. <laughs> you gotta get that easy. thing in there. That's too easy. Yeah, that is too easy. A sofa, a waffle maker, and a fishing pole. <laughs> that's good. That's good only because I want to see you carrying a sofa to the <laughs> checkout. Just, just... Oh, God. <laughs> Three books written by Bill O'Reilly. Chaz on fire. Very nice. Nick already has one. He just needs two more. <laughs> no, I have a Glenn Be- Oh, wait, no. I, yeah, I have a Bill O'Reilly one. Bill O'Reilly, the, ex- the, the factor for kids. That's right. I almost said the X Factor. That would be a lot better. <laughs> Duct tape deer urine. <laughs> I, I was unaware they sold deer urine at Walmart. Maybe it's for attracting deer. I don't know. I don't think they sell deer urine. <laughs> Wait, I'm just going to keep reading a few from chat because they're pretty good. <laughs> Kitty pool, chocolate pudding, and magnums. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, paint, a deep fryer, and a Christmas tree. <laughs> I... Wow, I don't know what you're doing at that point, <laughs> but I, I mean, I'm totally cool with that. <laughs> wow, a garden gnome, a nine iron, and a twelve month sub to Xbox Live. <laughs> oh shit! All right, a child purchase a child. Xbox 360, twelve months of Xbox Live, and a copy of Brink. Done. Yes. Yeah, then they'll be like, what the Then fuck? they'll put you on suicide watch. <laughs> this guy wants to just end it. <laughs> Alright, this next question is a very informative question on a topic we haven't breached in a long time, but is is an all-time KB Mod topic. At Malblood asks, I'm looking to get into night hawking. Any suggestions to finding other Nighthawkers having a first good outing? This is this is a great question and a super easy one to answer if you use an iPhone. So there's an app that I use called iHawk. It's two dollars, <laughs> but it's a one-time purchase. Unfortunately, we're still developing it for Android. Is and there the other, is there like a, a free light version that I could get? No, there's no light version. We're working on that though. The light version though um, is not going to have the ability to find you at your location. You're going to have to manually type that in. So we're still working on it. But basically, what it does is you make a profile and you make a username and if you pay the two dollars for the app it'll find your position and then just like anything else like if you have a taxi app it'll find the nearest other person willing to nighthawk you can separate by parks and darkness of the park so if you want it to be super dark <laughs> while you're nighthawking it'll it'll it has like all these like geo maps and shit and it will tell you the can lighting you, can you leave r- ratings for the lighting at the parks yeah, no, I, all that. You can leave comments, and then you actually it like a, rate Can I your, leave, like, a Yelp review of Yeah, you rate the person that you Nighthawked with, and the people with the, like, they move up in the ranks, and then you want to always get ranked up with someone that's along your same rank. Kind of like rank matchmaking, kind of like they do in Black <laughs> Ops 2, so that when, when you are going to Nighthawk with someone, it's of equal equal level kind of deal. So Okay. It's going to be good. Right. I hawk. Yeah, that's great. So for this, you don't... It, 
for those of you who don't know, and you're maybe interested in Scott's app, yeah. um, two dollars. I hawk. Nighthawking is uh, when two men meet in a park and have a brutal fist fight, and then both fuck each other <laughs> afterwards. That's that's nighthawking. That's what in it is. Um, it's not. There's no rape or anything like that. It's totally consensual. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Both parties. You fight, and then you have a bunch of sex. Yeah, that's pretty much what it is. But it has to be in a public park, right. preferably a public restroom in a park. Right. Um, George Michael invented the sport yep. a few years ago, but. They're actually replacing um, wrestling yeah. at the Olympics with Nighthawk. <laughs> Nighthawk. Yeah. Yeah, they got can rid I, of Can wrestling. I mention that, that removing wrestling from the Olympics is probably the biggest sin in the history of the world's existence ever? It's only like, like the original disaster. Olympic sport. So. The original yeah. sport in general. People used to fight each other. People yeah, fighting, have been fighting each other fighting. since they were born. Yep. So... There you go. I would say if you're looking, the app is a great place to start. It, it is a good place. Um, We're still some technical things here and there. If it crashes, you can send a report real quick, and I'll take a look at it. Like you, if could, you don't have an iPhone. Go ahead. John. Just just go to the park and just start fighting somebody. Yeah, Who can, that's true. Like, like nighthawking doesn't have to be consensual. You just have to win the fight. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, and then when you win the fight, be like, well, were you here to have sex with another man? Because <laughs> that's what I was here for, but we were supposed to have a fight first. And if he's like, no, you're like, oh, shit, I need to find somebody else. Right. And you're like, I'm sorry, sorry. And then, you know, you move on to the next burly man you see. Also lift a lot beforehand. You don't want to get too too beat up. Unless you're into that. Then, then maybe you do want to get beat up. But otherwise, lift. That would be a good... A good Dunkus would be an excellent Nighthawker. Dunkus would. That. I'm trying to get him into the sport, but I don't know. He only ever wants to fuck. He never wants to fight, which is interesting. I wouldn't have thought that because he's so ripped. I tell him that we have to do the fight portion first to get He works up. out for stamina. Yeah. That's yeah. True. <laughs> so Brandon has to peace out. There's a strange man at his door, possibly for night hawking. He may have used IHawk and stayed at home tonight. That's true. Together. Wow. Interesting. Well, they won't get as, as uh, yeah, the rating, the, they're going to not really get a really high rating for that match. But if he decided to night hawk in, in his apartment, that's their business. So yeah, so. I mean that's not really our problem. Nope. At that point, nope. Um, and we won't commentate it live, although we'd like to. Yeah, but, absolutely. Uh, it's Chris Hansen at Brandon's Story. Yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> so next question, at Sage the Elephant asks, if you were to go on a field trip through the world of any video game, which game would it be? Keep in mind, you're a kid in this scenario. The world. Because uh, there's some dangerous worlds that don't seem dangerous, yeah. like Super Mario Brothers. Yeah, absolutely. There's like Goombas and turtles and shit out to get you. I'd go to fucking yeah, Fez, dude. Fez ain't bad. Yeah. I kid. Fez isn't bad. If I could go right now, I'd go to Rapture, no doubt. The place is fucking mm. baller. Trying. GTA San Andreas. <laughs> <laughs> San Andreas. Oh, man. What was a game that was just all happy? And I no... go to Orion Dino Beatdown. Fuck it. <laughs> oh, you mean purgatory? <laughs> Leisure suit, Larry. Leisure suit, Larry. Totally ninja carpet. That's a good one. Um, pussy. It's a good one. Get so much know. pussy as a young seven-year-old. I. <laughs> That's a hard one. Um, maybe just Jurassic Park. Jurassic Park. God. The, the kid. I realize everything goes. Yeah, to but shit. the kids survive. Yeah. Oh, I got a loophole, bitch. Uh, I survived. Doesn't mean you'll survive. You're not one of those kids. Uh, kids. 100% of the kids that went to Jurassic Park survived. So how about checkmate, bitch? <laughs> <laughs> Statistics say two I went. Two for two. Wow. Two for two. 
<laughs> Metro 2033, another really and terrible so watch games. <laughs> yeah, while um, you're in Russia, play some Dota, you nerd. I think Katamari Down the Sea is a good answer. Mm. Katamari Down the Sea is a good answer because no. nothing goes wrong in Katamari Down the Sea. Uh, minus except the, fact that the wait, wall no. is You'll get picked up by a giant ball. Why yeah. would you want that? What if you're doing the picking That's up? That's not a kid. Well, he's All right, Binding of Isaac kid, is the right? worst answer. That's the worst answer. Yeah. <laughs> that game is essentially torturing a child. So, yeah, that's not a good answer. Um, Skyrim. God, it's terrible. <laughs> terrible answers. Saints Row, actually. That's not, not a bad call. Minus the fact that you're dead. Cod 4 Shipment, just as a thing. <laughs> a great place to camp out. <laughs> yeah, Just Cause 2 multiplayer. That actually would be really fun for a kid. Until you get shot. Until you just get fucking destroyed by a vehicle and falling you with their airplane. You just respawn at the airport. It's okay. Yeah, they, they just have airplanes flying over every place you respawn. Is it, so it's, just... the, it's the multiplayer? Is that, <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, then it would just be everybody be walking around screaming racial slurs and telling everybody what their favorite YouTubers are and if they're in the same <laughs> game with them. <laughs> That's true. If you go into any captain sparkles, any any time you go into just cause multiplayer, they're always talking about YouTubers and racist stuff. Every time, it doesn't matter. That's all it is. It's a bunch of racists and YouTube fans. Sometimes they're combined. They're calling YouTubers racist things. <laughs> How you mean, Mark? No one would ever do that on the internet. That is crazy. Uh. All right, last question. At Ren LOL asks, if Lil B made slash produced a video game, what would it be about? What would be its genre? Hmm. Well, it would be based. First Definitely of all, it's not really based. a genre. It would be, Lil B would not make a game that would conform to any of the genres we currently know. It would be, it would be something <laughs> so mind-fucking and enlightening. I don't even know if we're worthy to even try to answer the question, to be honest. I think this is kind of a sacrilegious question. Um, being based. Yeah, I don't. Would it be would be genre. a cooking, a cooking game. <laughs> it would be, it would be, cooking, it'd be a cooking mama, but with little B. <laughs> that will, I would play so much of that. I would play the shit oh out of God. cooking mama. Start. Oh it'd be God. a pussy slaying simulator. It could be. Could be. And just cooking be a game where you walk around and fuck other people's girlfriends. <laughs> you just like yeah, walk up to people on the street and just bend over the dude's girlfriend and start yelling. Dang, dang them. It's different. Barangadang. And you got a big blank ring. Big blank ring. I got your Raymond. Put me on the couch. Just interview my girl. First name. 150 oh. MySpace. 100 million YouTube. First, I park my car. Then I, then I fuck, fuck your, your bitch. bitch. That would be the name of the game. God. <laughs> oh, I hope that happens. I hope he makes a game. Modern Warfare 4 Base Soap would be a good one. <laughs> Lil B's Nirvana Path to Heaven. Right. Journey starring Lil B. Ooh. I would probably go with that. Shit. Nick's probably shitting his pants, but... No, Lil Journey does not need anything <laughs> to It's a perfect game. Uh, all right, guys. Oh. That is it. Yeah? This to be it for the podcast tonight. We, got, we didn't get that many Twitter questions tonight, but... Actually, this is a good one I'm going to add right now because Scott will be interested. At Westside FPS, since Gabe Newell, spelled Newell wrong, but that's okay, and J.J. Abrams are working together on games, could this mean another Jedi power battles? Oh, shit. 
because it could because we have the Star Wars license involved. It will never be as good as the original. It's just not possible. But <laughs> oh, and I'm, I'm willing to keep an open mind. And if they do use the Jedi power bottles like uh, like name, I'm but I'm gonna buy it. I'm gonna have no choice. So, I mean, I think it should be at Evo. I think that game should be yeah. at Evo. Oh, absolutely. Jedi yeah, power battles. It's been overlooked. So we'll see. I will pay $8.99 for HD Jedi Power Battles. <laughs> yep. 1v1s. <laughs> Jedi Power Battles is the shit. There's fans of it in the chat. Wow. I know, I see that. Yeah. Good man. So, alright all right, guys. Well, I gotta that get is back it. To, the, to the club. <laughs> um, so I'm walking back in. I'll see you guys later. Alright. Woo! Oh, shit. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, that drop. You looking hot tonight? That's it, guys. We're the party. Get out. <laughs> See you next time. <laughs> <laughs>